We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What would be something if you saw someone following something that would be like a super turn on where you're like, oh, my God, he follows blank. Uh, I'd Renee like, Brown, through the roof. <laughs> Glenn Greta, Doyle, <laughs> Greta Thunberg, <laughs> and then it turns out he's just a pedophile. Time's up. <laughs> yeah, it's all dangerous. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Don't Tell Mom. My name is Hannah Dickinson, and this week I have a guest co-host, Cat Belenfante. What's, What's up? up? Yeah, Skylar is in Spain with her boyfriend, and I've been told the podcast is better when I'm not just ranting alone in my room, so I've just been alarmed that doing this podcast... Alarmed? <laughs> alerted? <laughs> yeah, I've just been alerted. See, this is why... This is a, this is a prime example. This is what I'm here for. <laughs> uh, no, Skylar got engaged. Well, lucky bitch. <laughs> yeah, I told Natasha later I'm kicking her off the podcast just for that. I'm like, I can't have happy people on here. What the <laughs> fuck? There's like this weird like buzzing. Okay, no, it's fine. Um, yeah, she's engaged, which is great. The, she's been living with her boyfriend for a while, so. Well, I'm so single, so <laughs> there's no chance I'm uh, <laughs> close to being a happy person. <laughs> um. Oh, my mom and I got into a little, speaking of don't tell mom, my mom got mad at me this weekend because she didn't like the thirst trap that I posted. Was it the, was it the pot one? The pot, the plant? It's so funny. I told my friend Kate, I was like, yeah, my mom's pissed about my Instagram. And she was like, which one? <laughs> <laughs> no, she was mad about me. Po- the one where I'm, where I posted. Straddling a plant? No. Not the, that one? No. Oh, the lingerie? The lingerie. Which, the joke was that it wasn't lingerie. I thought that was pretty clear that it yeah. wasn't lingerie. It was also, like, less revealing than most bathing suits, I thought. Yeah, for sure. My dad posted a photo of me in a bikini a year ago that literally had showed more skin. And I was like, the only reason why you're mad is because this one's indoors. <laughs> I'm like, I guess I've been posting too thirsty of photos. I don't know. But the thing with that that was smart was that wasn't the leading picture. It was the, the second or third. It was a third, yeah. Yeah, so they'd really have to swipe and like take an interest. And so to see that it's part of the joke and it's not just like, look at my hot bod. Yeah, it's sneaky. It's <laughs> yeah, sneaky. exactly. That's the way to do it. Yeah, the thirsty for Henry, I thought was art, if I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> and so did your mom, I guess. <laughs> well, she, my, my dad goes, my dad called me, he's like, you know, your mom's just upset. She found her urban dictionary and she typed in thirsty. <laughs> and she found out that means horny. And I was like, dad, it does, but <laughs> Henry's a storm. <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> you don't know my fetishes. <laughs> Yeah, if I had a real man named Henry in my life, I wouldn't... Uh, I guess that's her point. <laughs> <laughs> she just thinks I'm a sad person. And I was like, that's mean. Because it's true. <laughs> right, right. You can only say this shit once I'm in a relationship. <laughs> yeah, like... And I also just don't think my Instagram's that revealing. No, it's not. I mean, I was, like, gonna post a photo of me, my headshot, and a turtleneck. And then I'm like, no one wants to see this. <laughs> Absolutely no one wants to see this. Who is this for? My mom? Yeah. I've done the headshot posts, but it's now it's just like so obnoxious. Every time someone's like, new shots. You're not booking enough to be showing, <laughs> to be posting this to the grid. You know? If you're posting your headshots on Instagram, 
you're not working. Let's just put it that way. And I know that because I'm not working. And uh, it made me rethink. I'm like, I guess I should be less sexual. But that's just, you know, the patriarchy and all that shit. I don't know. Like, you're not being that sexual. You don't think? No. Like, if a guy posted, like, a picture in his boxers, like, no one would give a shit. My dad was like, don't take your mom's opinions to heart. Yeah, she's, like, a middle-aged woman in the South. That's not your target audience. True, true. You know, like, I really like your mom. That's, like, no (laughs) disrespect to her. But, like, yeah, my mom's going to be confused by my Instagram, too. Every time I post me doing a yoga thing, she's like, ouch. I'm like, all right. (laughs) She's like, are you okay? (laughs) Yeah, I post a joke. My mom's like, I don't get it. And I'm like, people can read this. (laughs) Well, the thing is, it's like parents get, they want to look, they want to look through your Instagram, they want to look through their social media, and then they don't like what they find, and it's like, but I've never been, had an online presence that makes my parents proud, let's just put it that way. (laughs) It's not like graduated from Harvard Business School, or like, getting married, it's like, here's my pussy. (laughs) But you know, you know your brand. I know my lane, let's just put it that way. That's the thing with Instagram. It's so annoying. I hate Instagram because it's like you have to have a brand and you have to yeah. be showing yourself in a certain type of way and you have to be funny, but you also have to be attractive, but you also have to be castable and you also have to be likable, but you also have to get a lot of likes and then you also have to have a lot of follows and it's like... There's, yeah, it's exhausting. It's exhausting and unfortunately it's like a part of building our brand so that we can work. Am I whoring myself out to get a part? Look, I'm almost 30. I might as well do it all <laughs> I can. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do you remember when we went to college when you had to like go through Facebook and like delete any pictures with like red solo cups? Yes, when we were applying to college. Yeah, yeah. And now it's like, <laughs> all right, like have pictures of you drinking, doing sexy poses, like the complete opposite. Yeah, it's like how much can you open your butthole before your photo gets banned (laughs) let's see that limit yeah people are like oh instagram banned my photo it's like a badge of honor now yeah it's like chelsea handler has her nipples out and she's like wow instagram (laughs) that's so true i didn't really party in high school though so i didn't really have that problem i had a few (laughs) i had to like upload photos with friends to make it look like i was (laughs) well-rounded now i go back on facebook i don't like I'm not, like, active on Facebook, but I see the memory sometimes, and I'm like, this status was problematic. Let's... <laughs> Mine would be, like, a Jack Johnson lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck was I? But I wonder if I'll think that about my tweets now. I'll be like, oh, my God. 27. I was, like, bent over currently. <laughs> I can't believe I said that. <laughs> yeah, your kids. <laughs> I know. If my kids Google me... There's going to be absolutely no respect in that household. <laughs> you'll clear, You'll do a purge of your Twitter before. I'd have my assistant do it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or I, I hope to get to a point where I don't need social media. That's the That's, dream. yeah, 100%. It's interesting to see people from high school, like, who they've become through Instagram, you know, seeing their life through Instagram because yeah. they're so curated like everything else. But right. it's, like, to make their family and everything else look the best yeah. version of themselves. And... I'm like, are they that happy? Well, no, of course not. That's the thing. People are always like, oh, you look like you're doing well. And I'm like, yeah, because I know how to run my Instagram page. Yeah, people say that to me. They're like, yeah, it seems like you're doing really well. I'm like, I just got out of rehab. (laughs) Uh, Not really. I'm like, look at the hashtags. Uh." (laughs) Like, what would you say your brand is? (sighs) That's the thing. Because I feel like I do a few types of brands on my Instagram. Like, now I feel like my pictures are, like, comedy photo, thirst trap, yoga photo. And it's, like, those are, like... A triple threat, (laughs) as they say. But my thirst traps are not real thirst traps. It's just, like, me in a dress. (laughs) (laughs) Or, like, holding my friend's Prada bag. (laughs) You, like, have an ice cream cone in your hand, which could be sexual if you're disgusting enough. It's, like, me smiling without showing my teeth. (laughs) Yeah, I just don't know, um, after having that conversation with my mom and arguing that, like, well, my argument was that taking a picture of yourself doesn't breed sexual assault, but... Yeah, pretty, pretty good. (laughs) Pretty good argument. Yeah. It's also, like, building a brand, (laughs) and then I felt bad. I was like, maybe I am building this brand that's, like, disgusting. I had this, like, moment. I had this Saturday to myself, so I had a lot of time to think about it. Yeah. Ultimately, it comes down to, like, 
when you look at your stuff, do you find it funny? And are you like, this is like good and I feel like happy to like share this? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. That's the thing. It's like I let opinions get in my head. That's what it is. Yeah, that's why I was like, you need to focus on self care. I know. You got you got to meditate. I text Cat every day. I say, um, I'm never getting married and I'm dying alone. And she's like, you need to read a book. <laughs> you need to meditate. Which I do. I do need to meditate. But it's so hard to meditate. I know. I know. Start with an app. It's helpful to have some type of guiding to get into it. Yeah. But it's so, I mean, I feel like when I went to rehab, I was so good about not letting things bother me. Because you're, like, in a, like, space, like, a confined... Yeah, I guess that's why you go to rehab to do that. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought I could adapt it more when I was back. But I feel myself, like, going back to my old, not drinking, but, like, I feel myself, like, so quick to be affected by other people's opinions. Yeah. Which is scary I know it's well but like that's like everyone right it's like so hard not to yeah but But that's why you have to like sit and like listen to like your voice like when you like if you like sit and get like really quiet is like the voice gonna be like you know what I love showing this part of myself and I think it's great and funny and sexy and all of these things or is there gonna be a little voice that's like yeah I'm not doing this for me or or maybe you don't know you know, and that's what, what you have to, like, sit and, I don't know. And figure it out. Yeah. That's the whole point of sitting with yourself. Yeah. Is to figure out how you truly feel. Yeah. But, like, I was listening to Brene Brown's podcast, because, like, of course, because <laughs> that is my personality. <laughs> when I had my freak out, I was like, okay, all the self-help things I can at once. Yeah, <laughs> my must, addiction is self-help. <laughs> it must be nice. <laughs> I wish that was mine. <laughs> and she was like... They were talking about, like, oh, like, they're, like, gratitude practices and, like, meditation practices and whatever. And she's, like, yeah, it really slipped during COVID. And she's, like, it's a practice. Like, it's not, like, a mindset. It is, like, a practice of – and, like, when you're, like, things are good, that's when you have to keep it up. So that when, like, things are hard, you're not, like, then going into being, like, okay, <laughs> I'm freaking out. It's, like, the practice is already there. I mean, that's what The Art of Happiness was saying. You need to be at a level of, like, uh, have this inner peace. So no matter if things are really bad or if things are really good, you can still achieve the highest level of happiness. And, like, it was just saying, in the book, it was saying that when people win the lottery, they initially feel a lot of, they feel a lot better. But then eventually, within a few months, they'll feel, they'll go back to their... Or their regular... Stasis. Yeah, their, wh- how they felt before. Yeah. And it's the same with someone who loses, like, their eyesight or a limb or something. Of course, in the beginning, they're very devastated, but eventually, they found gratitude in other ways. Yeah. Which I felt after my... What happened, I felt, like, so grateful to be alive, and I saw... I felt different. Yeah. But I think it's because I'm alone in my apartment a lot. Yeah, because, so, like, community is huge. That's why so many people, like... It was so hard during quarantine... I'm not the only one who suffered. <laughs> <laughs> not all about you, Hannah. <laughs> That's so weird you just said that. Um, I know, I know. But now it's like, even within what's it been, like two months? Yeah. And I already feel like, fuck, like I'm I'm ba- not back to where I started, but it's like I have to retrain my brain. Yeah, because be like, it's a lifetime of like thinking and acting one way versus like six weeks or however long it was. That's like when you go on a trip and you're like, pick up all these new habits Right? I mean, this was a trip in a way, but... <laughs> it, was, it was a getaway, for sure. I heard a lot of people in rehab call it that. <laughs> they have talked to their boss, and they were like, yeah, I'm on a yoga retreat, and they'd be, like, shaking from withdrawals. <laughs> like, this is, like, exactly like when I went to Bali, you know? <laughs> it's the same thing. And I was like, I'm going to come back, and I'm going to be cleansed, and have all this new way of, like, approaching life, and it's much more simple, and, yeah, within a week, I was like... All right, (laughs) this is back to, like, the anxiety spirals. Yeah, especially in New York, it's just, like, so much is happening all the time. So it feels like, like, this weekend I didn't really do much. And I felt like so much was happening around me, and I was, like, not... But then I was, like, I don't even know what I could have done this weekend. Right, or, like, what you would have wanted to do. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, okay, I have... have My my therapist's thoughts are (laughs) as follows. Number one, I feel like coming back to New York after being away... And being in this, like, place of, like, I've recentered. New York doesn't, like, wait for you to transition back in. You know what I mean? Like, you're just, like, plopped back into the high energy of, like, everything going on around you. Yeah. So that's going to be, like, really jarring. Um, number two, like, 
I, I, I know I texted you this, but I think like the changing of the season brings up identity crises, especially because we went to school for so long. Summer, you kind of get to like have a pass. In the fall, it's like, oh, I got to get my shit together. Yeah, that's what it is. I also think it's like being in the last year of your 20s. My friend who's 31 now, she's an old fuck. Just kidding. <laughs> she's 31. She said when she turned, the year before she turned 30, she was having such a hard time. It, and my cousin said that too. It's just this weird thing inside of you that's like, I should have more accomplished. I should have done more. Oh, yeah. I partied too much. I wasn't looking for guys I was supposed to. And now it's like you feel like, even though 30 is not old at all, it just feels like like that game MASH growing up. I'd be like, I'm going to be 25 and married and driving a Porsche. And it's like, I took plan B twice last week and I can't afford to take the bus. So it's like the expectations I had for myself. I don't know. Yeah, because age 29 is kind of like, it is like the end of August in terms of like... Exactly. 29 is the August of ages. Yeah. Because it's like, get it together, bitch. Yeah, but it's also like, oh, I need to get this all in now. And also, I should be getting it more together. Like, I gotta give out... I gotta live out my 20s. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know that's how I feel, but I'm, you know, I'm spending it sober, but I... That's why I want to do a big trip for my 30th, to distract from the anxiety that I have around aging. Do you feel the pressure of turning 30? Yes and no. Like, if I, like, re- it, it comes and goes. Like, I did. I, like, I didn't before this fucking podcast. <laughs> I mean, I have been having a lot of anxiety dreams. I mean, I had a dream last night that, like, the hurricane came for me. So, like, obviously I have anxiety. <laughs> but that's the thing is I've been having really, since I can't take mushrooms anymore, <laughs> I've been doing this thing where I eat a cookie before bed. <laughs> And holy shit, talk about trip. But recently, there have been bad trips because I've been having anxiety dreams. Wait, what does this have to do with the cookie? Because if you eat late at night, it makes your dreams crazy. Oh, I always eat late at night. Yeah, that's why. It's like, oh. I've, someone once told me that. I think a guy Fuck. told me that. He's like, do you, because I. Maybe oh. he just didn't want you to eat late at yeah, night. Yeah, he like saw me after we were having sex. He's like, you know, eating late causes you to have weird really dreams. Really fucked up dreams. This is the same guy who asked me to play the quiet game. So Because I was telling this guy I was dating that I had weird dreams. And he's like, do you eat late at night? And I was like, would define late. <laughs> Midnight snack? Eat. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have a midnight snack, but... <laughs> Not uh, a meal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like two pieces of pizza tops. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that makes your dreams crazy. And I did look into it. And like... If it's you, true. Yeah. So if you've been eating late. Yeah, I always eat late. But your anxiety is going to... If you're having... I guess if you're living your life not anxious, you won't be eating late. That's true. <laughs> You'll just be falling asleep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they go pretty hand in hand. Yeah, I guess eating habits are... Yeah, so maybe that's why. Maybe you should stop. Uh, that's so hard. I know. It's just like the treat of like, you made it through another day. <laughs> you know, hold me over till breakfast. Yeah, yeah. I know I had crackers late last night. I actually didn't have... I feel like texting you calmed me down. Oh, that's good. Well, you helped me through a breakthrough last week, so... Yeah. I mean, a breakdown. <laughs> a breakthrough. Yeah. It's just this fear of... Um, dying alone? Dying alone. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Me but too. But then it's like, I went through this whole thing in rehab where I was like, had accepted that like, if I die alone, it will be fine. There was like a part of me that was like, I'm enough. Yeah. I felt it for two weeks. Yeah. The last two weeks of my journey at the Sierra Tucson. And then I came back to New York. A big plug for (laughs) ST. Yeah, this uh, podcast is brought to you by Sierra Tucson. Um, You just hear screaming in the background. That's their soundtrack. (laughs) Uh, But I did feel like, okay, like I can be alone. Yeah. And then it was like I was actually alone because in rehab you have roommates. So it's like you're never really alone. Actually, they do room checks every day. So you it's impossible to be alone. (laughs) But then when I was alone, I was like, shit, I really do miss, as much as I don't miss my boyfriend as a person, I miss having a buddy. Yeah, of course. I think anyone that's like, oh, I'm like happy to be like completely single forever. They're fucking liars. Yeah, I just don't, I don't buy it. Like we all want connection. Isn't that the we all want companionship. Pur- purpose of life is to yeah. have connection and companionship? No, literally, according to um, the guy that survived the, the Holocaust, I don't know why I'm laughing, because I can't remember, Eli, Eli um, you know, Cat I is saw, Jewish. I, yeah, I'm allowed to, I'm allowed to struggle with this. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to let you struggle solo on this one. 
The guy that, like, survived Auschwitz, and he, like, came and he, like, wrote some books. It's, like, Weisel, Eli, I don't know, so, someone wrote it in the comments. Um, I was reading his book on, like, a man's, like, search for meeting and, like, how he, like, stayed alive, and it was literally by thinking of his wife. And he's, like, at this point, like, it doesn't even matter if she's alive or not. Just, like, the love that we shared is enough to, like, keep me alive. Was she alive? No. Ooh. Yeah, really sad. Yeah. I mean, that sucks. Did he get remarried? I don't know, actually. I haven't finished the book. It was a little depressing. <laughs> a man's search for meaning. That's what it's called. <laughs> yeah. But it is so embarrassing to like someone. It's the most... It's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. And I, like, I hate the feeling of being embarrassed because I have so many times yes. in, like, throughout middle school and high school yep. putting myself out there and yep. guys being like, are you kidding? Yeah, same. So I think it's just, like, this thing inside of me that's like expecting rejection Same. and it's so hard and so I'm like creating this barrier between anyone I have feelings for so that it like protects myself in a way but then I like fully let in the last guy and he turned out to be a psycho so I don't fucking know yeah no when I was talking about my crush to this girl woman that I drove down to the bachelorette with she's like I mean but like what's the worst that could happen and I was like I will feel like an ashamed <laughs> like like rejection is the worst that could happen that's awful yeah name when something you, worse yeah <laughs> when you like someone like it's different than like oh like me asking him to a drink on an app and him not responding I'd be that like that to me is awful <laughs> but you can get over that pretty quickly really because where are you William I'm still pissed off <laughs> well that was more of what he symbolized then yeah, <laughs> him as a person yeah he wore a cardigan over his shoulders and he was just, just like your type uh <laughs> he was every man who's ever rejected me all into one anyway, continue <laughs> But I was like, yeah, no, I literally, like, the fear around that, I was like, this is, like, the scariest thing. I literally can't imagine me being like, would you want to hang out one-on-one? But I think this is why guys are such assholes. Because they've been trying, you know, that's their role. Yeah. And they're, like, they have (laughs) trained themselves to, like, not develop feelings because if they were constantly asking girls out, they would have to feel this like pain. I'm not defending men in any way. Yeah. I'm just saying like <laughs> you're still all trash, but no. But like what I'm saying is maybe that's where all this comes from. Is yeah, because like the thought of asking someone out in a genuine way. Oh my god, that's why I like also had my breakdown when my crush like opened up about like wanting to meet someone. I was just so overwhelmed by a man being vulnerable. <laughs> I was like, I have to go home now. This is way too much to bear. You're like, sorry, your couch cushion is so wet right now. (laughs) (laughs) You had to like pretend you peed your pants. It's a... I don't don't know what the answer is. I don't know. Um... All right, well, should we get into the episode? Yeah, let's do it. Kat came a little late, but uh, our guest today, very funny comedian. We used to work together at Comedy Central. She wrote for A Little Late with Lily Singh. She runs a weekly show at Gertie in Brooklyn, Natasha Vainblot. So I guess we can get right into, do you have a crazy bitch of the week? Um, okay, I do. But this feels this feels like such an old woman gripe, but it truly made me really mad. So uh, have you ever tried to get home from the Newark International Airport back to Brooklyn using public transit? I did take a bus from Midtown to Newark. Yes. It's like the Newark airport shuttle. Yes. Don't do that because they lie. Like they, their schedule was wrong. So they're, they're supposed to be a 10.05 bus. There's no bus. Just didn't come. And I emailed them and I was like, this is my stop. You need to give my money back. And they're like, yeah, but a bus came later. But I'm like, no, no, no. That's a different bus. What time did the second bus come? 10.50, which is when the other bus was scheduled. But I'm like, you, there's a missing bus. The bus that I was supposed to get was missing. And you don't just get to be like, oh, yeah, but another bus came later. No, you owe me for the 1005 bus. How much was that bus, Natasha? $17. (laughs) I'm going to say you wasted two hours out of your day to get $17 back. Here's a better question. Where were you traveling to that you were willing to take a bus from Newark Airport back to Penn Station, right? To go back to Brooklyn. Yeah. I mean... My brother's getting married. Even if I had to get back on the Newark bus to get to Newark to fly out to San Diego, I'm not going to the wedding next year. <laughs> I'll do my speech via Zoom. I mean, nowadays. Yeah, that's that's the beauty of it. 
Well, I was just going to say, I was visiting a friend in Denver and all the direct flights are out of Newark to Denver for some reason. So I was like, okay, well, this way it'll be direct. And then it was a freaking nightmare. I just don't understand why there isn't a simpler system. You know, why are we, I know this there is, is not the tone of your Lyft. podcast, <laughs> but it's so expensive. It's like $90 where this is $17. Yeah. I realized you this, end up paying the $90. Yeah. No, we waited until the 1050. And then we got on the 1050. Look, we got home. It's just a coach USA. You need to be better. Okay. And I tried to, I have no Twitter presence. And the few times I use Twitter, it is to yell at businesses. <laughs> the last time was like to yell at class pass um, when they like up to their rate <laughs> really high. And so I was so gonna we're just going to go coach. through all your tweets and be like, <laughs> who is this 85 year old woman who's verified on Twitter? Yeah, it's like is she's a working comedian because pretty much yeah she just kind of complains to like <laughs> mediocre businesses I guess yeah that is but. actually that's a very funny bit to yell at coach USA <laughs> <laughs> the intern is 50 years old first of all they I look Hannah they have like five followers <laughs> they're not even verified <laughs> I was like I can't I can't yell at them so I emailed them and I did get an email back and I have to since emailed them back several times just to be like this is no I bet you are the first person to email Coach USA in the past 10 years. They were like, oh my God, we got an email. We got an email. Holy they shit. did. They did reply pretty quickly in a way that I was like, oh, I did not expect that. And I think you're right. Because they were like, does anyone know how to respond to an email? Because they've never gotten one before. I also left a voicemail. They haven't called me back. <laughs> I need to be employed you again. This is not the good. entire office of Coach USA. Yes. And I'm going to use my star, my limited star power, which is <laughs> just, I have a little blue check to get them fucking discontinued. So basically, cause it was you and your husband. So it was $32 that you wanted yeah. back. Well, actually waiting. it was a little less because if you buy a round trip, it's only $15. <laughs> so what you're saying is you need to have a kid. <laughs> you have a little too much time on your hands. I gotta say. <laughs> Look, it's an injustice, okay? And I think I'm making time for it. Okay, look, you're right. See, hearing another, saying this is a problem with in quarantine and spending so much time with just my husband, I, I don't hear what other people think. And so he and I were just in this like bubble of like, this is insane, how dare they? And now hearing you, I'm like, okay, I guess it's less, I guess it's less of a painful thing that they've done to me. You know, I used to take an edible and get mm -hmm. down these like wormholes of um, yep. me being angry at someone and I would be able to justify my anger. And this kind of reminds me of that. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'd be like so high, I'd be like, no, that makes sense. Yes. <laughs> and I love that your husband was behind you 100%. Absolutely. He was like, you need to call them now. Because <laughs> as we were waiting and I was like, well, maybe we'll get the 1050. And he's like, doesn't matter. The 1005 is gone. And I was like, oh my God, you're right. The 1005 is not here because we were here since 10. Don't you want to get married, Hannah? This is the kind of excitement you got to look forward I do, to. I do. This does make me want to get married more because I want someone <laughs> to back my fucking bad yeah. ideas, my anger. And that like, is, I want to feel justified. All of your, well, maybe that's not necessarily true, but I, for us, I think our like weirdness and our worst qualities are amplified because we both just yes those qualities. Like we don't have you're like a that, bad improv team. You're yes and yes. the worst things. Yes, other relationships where it's like, oh, there's a nice balance, and like that person's like really hot headed, so the person's really level. We are the same, and so we just yeah, we have no person to be like, no, you both you both need to calm down. Like we bought well, the same bucket hat uh, to wear on vacation. Have I shown I you I hope these you were wearing, no, wait, let me <laughs> see the bucket hat one and two. I really hope you both were wearing the bucket hats as you were calling Coach USA. Well, we, no, I took mine off because it wasn't sunny outside. It was the evening, Hannah, 10.05. <laughs> bucket hat, you can wear bucket hats at night. <laughs> well, yeah, if you're cool, I'm wearing them for practical reasons. So I don't get the sun on my oh, face. Oh, you're not even wearing them to be ironic. No, 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 I truly think it's a good hat. Well, I'm going to have to say the crazy bitch of the week is not Coach USA. It is... <laughs> It is you. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. I'm not rolling in dough. I actually have a lot of credit card debt, but, and I should be more responsible with my money, but I don't think I would send an email and leave a voicemail. Yeah. Two emails and troll their Twitter just to be like, should I, should I make this a public issue? I just, I think it's just, I still think it's unfair. 
I realize it's a small, whatever, let's move on. It's a small amount of money. It doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things, but I'm like the principle of it. Don't list a schedule and then lie to me and be like, oh no, there's no, let's move on. Okay. I will, I will agree with you on that. That's like when you're just being nice. Yeah, I am just being nice because I I feel like I brought you on here and now I'm attacking you. But I feel that way when I check into a flight and they're like, oh, you have to check your bag an hour before. Yes. I'm like, where's that rule? Okay, here's the other thing that pisses me off about flying. So again, it's like uh, we're group four, which is like the asshole, like loading dock group or whatever. It's like there you're you pay the least amount of money. So we're the the least nice to you. You board last, whatever. But then and then sometimes they're like, oh, even though you brought a carry on, there's no more room for you. So you got to check it. Yeah. I'm like, that's not fair. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's just I feel like there's a lot of little things where it's like if you don't have the money to pay for the extra thing you get the shit end of the deal you know yeah it's like to get somewhere it's like a 300 flight but in order to get there comfortably and safely yes. you have to pay 600 yes and the way they just like walk you past first class and it's like look at what you don't have i know the you worst know, is when i see just... a kid in first class i'm like that should be illegal <laughs> that's what i think i think it should be an age no. requirement 18 and up you have to be yes. this tall to ride this. And you can't appreciate it. And also it's probably bad for you because then you grow up thinking that you deserve first class all the time. And it's like, no, buddy, you got to you have to experience the middle seat next to the bathroom at some point. I will say that I grew up believing I deserve first class, not because my parents gave it to me, but because I just believe I deserve it. <laughs> I'd be like, why <laughs> no, are we so sitting guess- up here? <laughs> Well, with some people, Hannah, it's just, you know, nature versus nurture for you. You popped out and you were like, okay, well, sign me up for first class. Like when I see people in first class, I'm like, you're not better than me. You just have more money right now. Yes. Well, I think that's a great, and I I think you should stop saying that to people as you passed, (laughs) (laughs) as you pass through. They're like, miss, you're at your 35D, I think is your seat. They're like, actually, we're putting you in the bathroom because we ran out of seats in your basic economy. <laughs> okay, here's the other thing I saw, and we can move on from this. You come in. Oh, I assumed it would be in the Zoom. Whoa, isn't that so funny? Oh, yeah. Hi, we started, but um, we're just talking about how I think mm. I'll always be a little motivated oh, by um, material things because I'm a tourist, even oh. though I can't afford it. we were just talking about how it sucks on a plane to get walked past the first class just to be like look at what you can't have you know and then to get to your shitty seat that's true they're like work harder bitch yes it's so cruel and hannah was saying which i think is right these people aren't better than us they're just currently they're currently better than us but not in the long term yeah one of the woo woo (laughs) see here i come in with the woo woo (laughs) please (laughs) let's hear it this is what i was telling you about it's the same woo woo woman she talks about like expanders where if you see something and you're like i'm jealous of that it just means like oh what you like reframe it to like oh i can have that it's possible but then i do look at the price Mm. of first class and i'm like i don't even know if it's worth it yeah i it's i think it's like double right it's like double maybe triple yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I, I guess it would I, be on an international. Maybe. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing that I've never seen happen. And you guys tell me if you've ever seen this. I went to the bathroom and then you know how in the back, it's like where the flight attendants hang out or whatever. Or I guess it's their office, their in-flight <laughs> office. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's the, the local hang. <laughs> the local hang, the watering <laughs> hole for the flight attendants. And they, I don't, and I couldn't, like I tried to eavesdrop because I was so curious, but they were hanging out with people from the flight. Like there's two people from the flight who were like flight people, people in the seats. And they were just hanging out with them back there, talking to them, like giving them drinks and stuff. You think they knew them? I so this is what I was like. Maybe they're friends or maybe they're like secret shoppers. You know what I mean? Those like air marshals? just on a plane. or so, Yeah. <laughs> the idea that secret I think shoppers. air marshals are secret shoppers. <laughs> very funny I don't know but the toilets are too loud so I couldn't everyone kept flushing and coming out so I couldn't hear but it was strange because I was like I saw you in a seat and now you're just like hanging out in the back with the flight attendants drinking tomato juice but sometimes you get free flights if you're friends with the flight attendant so maybe they got them that free oh probably or they're just a bunch of fucking weirdos or maybe they had a panic attack because I was sitting next to this woman who had a panic attack 
Yeah. And then she went to the back for the whole flight, which like great for me because there was like an empty seat next to me. Loved it. This is a first class hack. So it's like, if you don't get first class, fake a panic attack, then you granted go. you're not in first class, but you get all the snacks in the back. That's true. And yeah. they talked to yeah. She was smart. Yeah. yeah. I was like, bet you can breathe. On my flight to Atlanta, this, uh, this woman, <laughs> before this podcast is up. now called flight talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this woman had 25 wings. I've never seen someone. Wigs? Yeah. Like chicken oh, wings. wings. Never, oh. Yeah. Like spicy chicken wings. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen someone eat wings so fast and then she passed out so hard the flight attendants were like calling an emergency because she couldn't wake up because she I guess she was just had eaten so much food she was so tired they're like ma'am ma'am can you hear us and then she woke up and she was like whoa whoa yeah I'm fine I just fell asleep I just ate too many wings too fast doctor I thought we were gonna have to funny I thought we were gonna have to land the plane if you landed the plane and the woman was like, no, I just had, what is that? Like tryptophan or whatever. Like if you have too much turkey that. Yeah, but I was going to say Whoa. that, but I think that's just turkey, right? Or is it in chicken? I don't know. I mean, I, w- I would a, believe it's it. in meat because I think, I think like ribs will also do it to you. What is yeah. this? I'm, what happens to you? You just get really tired. Like that's why oh. people after Thanksgiving sleep oh, a lot, okay. right? It's like a hormone that makes you a hormone in food. Is that, that sound all right? food? Yeah, <laughs> I eat it's any large meal and I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have lunch and I need a nap. So, um, well, okay, I actually want to say one more thing about this flight thing because I did see a monk. <laughs> I also saw a monk in first class. Swear to God, I was like, "What the fuck is he gonna? Can he even watch the TVs?" That's a great point. And there's, well, I mean, I guess that there's different, there are different like beliefs within the under the monk umbrella, but a lot of them take a vow of poverty. So that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that I'm like, makes no you're paying sense. this much money. Hmm. Yeah, he was in. You full shouldn't be in first too. class. Yeah, you got to get him kicked out of. What's his email and phone number? I will call him up. I will call Monk <laughs> USA. <laughs> I was complaining earlier, Kat, that coach the coach bus system. I feel like people uh, apply to Coach USA knowing that they won't have to do anything all day. <laughs> So you ruined some some Mother's Day who was like, yeah. I just took this job so I could eat out once in a while. Yeah, and- yeah. So I could cover my grays. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> did they respond? They did. Not to, you know, derail aircraft. Yeah, not to veer but- <laughs> into a different course. But my crazy bitch of the week is yeah. Kravis, Travis Barker mm. and Kourtney Kardashian because they are all I see on Instagram. They are so Same. obsessed with each other. And I'm like, who are they trying to prove? Like, is it that she's trying to prove to Scott that she's over him? Or are they trying to prove it to their kids? I don't buy it. I for 100 percent don't buy it. I don't, I don't think either. they're in love. That's a good I think point. It's strangers. probably a publicity stunt. It's, I think it's to promote Poosh because I will say I have looked Poosh? at. <laughs> exactly. It's it's her well-working. No, it's her wellness it's like website. But so I went on Poosh today because I was like, all is right, it Poosh or Pooch? It's poosh. 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 Okay. <laughs> it's no. like a blog for Courtney that like sells shit. So one of the articles I uh, saved it was uh, it was how Court is managing her new short hair. That was what the article is called. <laughs> managing. <laughs> yeah. It was like very short paragraphs. And the last paragraph was she's obsessed with the chop and she'll put on an outfit and instantly feel cooler with the new hairstyle. Court also reminded us that the last time she had short hair was in high school, and she definitely feels the nostalgic '90s vibe with the chop. That's and that's not how an she's article. making her money. Like this is a business. But what is she selling? Her hair? Yeah, no, she's also selling with the chop. She's selling shampoo to manage the chop. I thought the whole point of short hair is to not have to manage exactly. It. Well, exactly. she said, she also says in the article, it wasn't even, she didn't even write the article. Someone wrote the article about how right. Courtney is feeling about her hair. Yeah. It says she forgot to wear a hair tie during workout sessions <laughs> and she didn't even notice because her hair was short. <laughs> but I just think it's this whole Kravis thing is to promote her brand. That is absolutely. Not- I think we are going to find out 10 years down the line, maybe less, that he was just a business partner in a larger marketing campaign for, you know, like Pooch or whatever. I guarantee it. I don't buy it for a second. What is he promoting? I think he's been getting back into music. Oh, but right. they are like all over each other in a way that's like 
they don't have to yeah, yeah. Well, also they don't have to do it that much if it is for business that's true like I just feel like it's weird to go hard with a post about who you're dating I don't know you don't even post your husband no yeah he's I had no idea you were married I know wow. that's honestly <laughs> I get that all the time and I I find it to be the best praise because I'm like I that's not I don't need people to know I mean, they could. I mean, I talk about it, but it's not like I don't want it a part you of my need public identity. And I also, this is very like into my brain. But when I feel like you post something, then it's like the likes show you the value of it, right? Mm. And I hate attributing that to my personal life. Just it makes me sad. Where I'm like, oh, but this photo of me and my husband only got X amount of likes, and I just don't want to think about that. That's a good point. Yeah, I'm rethinking a lot of things I post right now. (laughs) Well, I don't I mean, I don't like post sentimental stuff just because it's like a little hard between the thirst traps to be like, love you, dad. (laughs) (laughs) But Uh, it is it does. And I also feel like then it becomes a chore where it's like, oh, every birthday I now must post about my husband, you know, because otherwise it seems like something is wrong if I'm not like giving this congratulatory post. I'm like, I'd rather just put him in a story every now and then and not even tag him, you know? Yeah. yeah. I do feel like there's a, when people start dating and they start going hard with the Instagram posts, you know, it's, it's you're just doomed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think then you yeah, got to delete I'm, it. I was wondering that too. I'm like, what do you do? Yeah. Like, do you, yeah. What are, what do you guys do? If you, I mean, my you delete boyfriend them? deleted me from his Instagram when he got a new girlfriend and it, it hurt. It hurt. Yeah, because it's like that is a because it's it's like a memory, but then it's this weird curated life. I don't know. I might have deleted like one, like maybe like a collage. I was like, we don't need like our faces like eight times in one post. That feels a little aggressive. It's also like we don't need any collage anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I just I deleted a lot of posts when I got more into comedy like that were personal because I was like I have to you know really just focus on the pussy and. Uh, <laughs> That's but the money maker. Ju- yeah. Yeah. But I just feel like now when I post, I think like, okay, I'm trying to build like people- a brand. Yeah. Or like what people yeah. find funny or like if someone looked at my Instagram, could they cast me as this role as opposed to like, oh, I should tell my dad I love him on his birthday or Merry Christmas to my family. It's like, yeah, that's no, weird. And I feel like my parents don't really want that. They don't need that. Like I can just spend Christmas with them. Yeah. Although I say that and I whenever I look at a famous person's Instagram, I'm always like, yeah, but show me the personal stuff. Yeah, but that's different because they're already famous. It's like you don't want to see random parents. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's why I do parents, but they're always stock photo parents. (laughs) You You think you know what my husband looks like? Uh Uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah, the deception goes deep. It's several layers. I feel like my husband will request to have a stand-in for things. <laughs> like, can I not do this with you? I just don't want people to Call know. Call in the backup. <laughs> and then the backup needs a backup. Yeah, so they, they, yeah. They're like, this is too much for me. It's ruining my <laughs> reputation. Because then the backup gets married. And he's like, well, I can't do this anymore because I have a real wife. And then now you have to engineer a fake divorce to get a new backup. And I would feel betrayed by my fake husband getting a real marriage. 100%. Yeah, you'd, you'd work to break that up. I also will say my ex-boyfriend didn't want me posting about him. And I think mm. it's because he knew the relationship would be torpedoed. I think he knew his own pattern and he didn't mm. want me to uh, post about him so that if he fell back into his pattern of being an asshole, yeah. people would have a face. Yeah. And so that feels sketchy to me. He's like, don't post yeah. me ever. Yeah. But Again, you do all have so many warning signs. <laughs> yeah, he, he's bad, but. You do have a large following, so I could see how somebody who isn't in entertainment would be like, oh, but now these people are going to follow me. Yeah, I don't know. You could be right. Um, That's how I took it. He still sucks. Yeah. Yeah, But looking back, I'm like, maybe he just, I don't know. You know, when you like look back, that's the other thing with like red flags. My friend and I were talking about the other day and there were so many red flags. I should say that in my last relationship, but I also think that's already laughing (laughs) I also think you're like gearing up (laughs) well I also think that like red flags like you can take anything as a red flag like my friend got set up when she moved to North Carolina she got set up with this guy through mutual friends and he like lied about his like job status currently which kind of could be a red flag right that would be like oh that's a huge red flag 
they're still dating and they're so happy and he's a great guy, but he was just insecure about it. And he, they had mutual friends. So it like came out or whatever. And she knew he was a good guy. So it wasn't he has a secret of- family. Okay. Yes. But what I'm saying is like, <laughs> we're going to find out everything a as a red flag, or you can take something as someone. I, 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 it's I, tricky I, because humans are messy and yes. no one's perfect. And yeah, they mess up. But then also you're like, wait, but I'm also trying to figure out if you're a crazy person. It's very hard. Yeah, because you don't want to write them off, right? Yeah, away. yeah, exactly. But then you look back and you add them all up, and you're like, "There were a lot there." <laughs> yeah. I guess that's what it is. It's the quantity of red flag. So it's like, oh, if he just the one thing he did was lie about his job that one time, is different than like a pile of lies, you know? Or if he works for Coach USA, and then red flag all <laughs> automatically. <away. laughs> yeah, he deserves to be written off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess you see. So I, I don't know. I think even two. But yeah, you can what's look at your... anything as a red flag? Well, not anything. I guess it depends how desperate I am. Yeah, if... it also like like my friend was like gonna go on a date with this guy, and she like writes men off in general like right away. Uh-huh. And she was like, "Oh, well, like I looked at his Instagram and saw he was following a lot of vegan accounts, so I don't know if I can do it." And I was like, "That's looking for now. That's not. Yeah, that's not a red flag. Really? I was gonna say yeah. Really? To go on one date? Because because you." She like loves because- cooking and she like loves cooking meat. Oh, uh, okay. So she was like, our lifestyles would be very different. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, if but he's I'm like, a vegan. I don't know. Like, yeah, we just live go in on New one York day. City. Like, right. if that's the biggest problem with him, then like marry him, you know? Like, that's <laughs> your big red flag. Yeah, that, I guess that's right. <laughs> My one friend uh, was following, or she was dating this guy and he like was really into her and then cut her off, you know, love bombed her, cut her off. And then she went to see who he followed on Instagram and it was like all these big ass accounts, like big ass 29 or like ass, 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 like just all these women with huge asses. God. And she doesn't have an ass. So she was like, I mean, I just wish I would have looked earlier. <laughs> I could have uh, figured this one out sooner. It is a good hack. I, I never yes. thought of that to look to see me who guys neither. follow. My ex follows a lot of uh, gymnasts, which in hindsight is also a little sketchy. Because you're a gymnast? I guess just like, At I least you fit the mold. Yeah, I like, I, well, I, you were I a guess gymnast? I was his type. I was, yeah. Yeah, but I wouldn't say that's like a, he likes a lot of their stuff. You don't think that's like a little weird? They're like all 22. I don't think liking following gymnasts is as weird as liking women with specifically big asses. That's fair. Or like only fan girls or like no that's true that's true not that Mm -hmm. that's a problem if you like that whatever but like as far as they if they are very very sexual it's probably not what would be something if you saw someone following something would that would be like a super turn on where you're like oh my god he follows blank Uh, Brene Brown through the roof (laughs) Greta Greta Thunberg And then it turns out he's just a pedophile. Time's up. <laughs> yeah, it's all dangerous. Is there a Instagram for pussy hats? <laughs> <laughs> really just me. You know, if they follow me, it's like, yeah, right, you're like, this is this will do. Yeah. You know what? Some crazy thing someone else I at a party told me was she was like, I like to she'll follow like influencers or she'll look at influencer pages and then she'll see what plastic surgeons they follow. And then oh. she'll be like, and that's, she's like really into plastic surgery. And she's like, and that's how I get most of my like work done is like, I figure out who they follow or I was like, whoa, that's, that's another level. Yeah. That's so smart. You don't look through your husband who your husband follows. Yeah. He just follows me. I think really, <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, he has his Instagram has one photo <laughs> and I think he has like four followers and maybe follows five people. It's like me and like our mutual friends. So is he never on social media? Like you never no. like catch him scrolling? That's so helpful. Well, no, no, that's not true. I'll see him. I'll see him. <laughs> but he only has it on his laptop. <laughs> so he has, oh. he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't have like a, he has like a cricket mobile phone, you know? So <laughs> he only clear, can use it. Tasha, how Tasha did go to high school with him and they are the same age. Okay. <laughs> and we should say you're 32. You're 32? No, I'm older now. I'm 34. Still, still, but I'm still, <laughs> no, I'm in the mid thirties, but still it's like, you should have a smartphone. I love yeah. that. He doesn't, I love that. He's socially, um, or like I was about to say socially inept. Um, he's social <laughs> media inept. 
<laughs> I went out with a guy who didn't have Instagram and I thought that was the hottest thing about him. Same. Yeah, I think it's. On. Yeah. yeah. He also I, didn't text me back a lot. So I don't. <laughs> you <laughs> love didn't that love too. That. <laughs> yeah. My crush doesn't have social media. So he's also 45. He's also 45. So it makes sense. <laughs> I, yeah. If I was dating again, that would be something I would love is to know that that person had no social media. I think it's like such a, I don't know, marker of like, an ability to not engage that I think is very cool <laughs> or like a sense of self of like, I don't, yeah, need this I don't need this. Yeah. Cause it and, is and mostly talk seriously. Yeah. And there are like so many fights I feel like in couples from social media. Really? Yes. Yeah. Or like you didn't like the thing or I, that I can't stand where it's like the, the thing is like, you have to like your partner's thing. That's why I also love that he's not on social media. I'm just bad at checking other people's stuff. Um, and so I'm so glad because I, I'm inevitably that would be a fight where it's like, I didn't comment on something. It's very hard now to separate. Like, I feel like I have a problem dating because I'll match with the guy. I'll be talking to him and then he'll Google me. And it's like my Twitter and Instagram that come up first. And he's, they're like, too much but, but it weeds uh, them out yeah it but does, i'm really yeah. weeding them out the garden is empty <laughs> let me tell you that it's and then so I'm like maybe i gotta rebrand maybe i gotta rethink who i am online just one well, father post <laughs> yeah. you just keep every year <laughs> one post with my shirt on fine <laughs> throw some turtlenecks on the gram <laughs> okay wait i also um we usually do this thing called fetish of the week, but we've kind of run out of fetishes. So I'm going to name a sex position and you have to guess how the people are set up. Fun. Cool. Okay. Fun. I love so, games. <laughs> this is called. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> this is uh, more of a test than a game. Okay. Okay. Well, I know all the positions. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> this is called the butter churner. Okay, here's what I'm thinking. Right. Yeah, so totally. it's gotta be, it's gotta be some sort of right. So churning is up like and down and around and round. Up and down. Yes, up and down and around and round. Okay. It, I'm assuming it's a hetero, right? Couple? Or at least I, with like a um I'm thinking I, for the strap. Is on. that give it away, Hannah? Like a something well, goes in somewhere. Yeah, but you can use props. Okay, sure. Okay. I would think, okay. A, okay, a vagina is coming down and then going around and around on oh, a like penis. This. Yeah, yeah. Okay, or a dildo, right? But whoever right. owns the dildo <laughs> is lying prostrate, flat. But think about when you're churning butter. Okay. You, Slow. No, do you use the pole? It goes, the pole goes in. Oh, I so see. So the man is on top. Yeah. Okay. Or the person so with the, the penis. penis yeah. The penis. Yeah. The, the member is on top. Okay. Yeah. So the person receiving uh, is, is got their hole open <laughs> on the ground. Maybe they're, maybe they're like their hands and their feet are up. So it looks like a barrel. They're and it happens. Okay. Wait, we're not done. It has to happen in Jamestown, Virginia. <laughs> They have to be wearing a bonnet. <laughs> yeah. Who who wears the bonnet doesn't matter, but somebody must yeah. be wearing a bonnet. Yes, that's true. And both parties have to be wearing clogs. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay, great. People forget. I'll, yeah. There's a lot I'll, of extra layers. Let me see if I can. Um... Yeah. So basically a girl's lying on her back with her legs in the air and okay. then a guy like sits into it. Okay. And then, well, that doesn't, that's still not the full thing. Then you have to, you have to get the come out. Either it's in the condom or it's in the vagina and then you have to freeze it. Right. Cause that's how, and then you have to put it on bread or put it into, bake it into toast. I mean, there's many ways to use butter. Women's health mag. This is, you've linked us to the, the butter turner sex position. Yeah. Oh. I guess her le- arm is up in the air. So basically she's that on her back. Not comfortable. And her legs and butt are up like she's doing like leg raises. She's doing like she's doing like literally like a shoulder stand at the end of a yes. yoga practice. Yes. It did say that this position is very good for yogis and those who oh. are flexible. Oh. Cat. This. <laughs> uh, OK, so they're just using wooden models for this, but it looks like the woman's neck is about to snap. It sure does. Yeah, <laughs> it, that thing is about to talk about two birds, one stone. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's the sex. It's like I got a new one. Oh, sorry, you'll have to beep his name. 
Oh. Your vibrator's called <laughs> Oh, okay. I got it. I think that even would be too physical for him. That's a that's a great point, even though he's just sitting. Um, <laughs> he's kind of balancing on one leg. I feel like he's putting so much weight onto her. He's got to engage his core, so you have to it's, have a core to engage. Yeah, exactly. It would never work. I would be dead. <laughs> I don't like this position because I think it's got to stimulate. The clitoris is like on the, you know, on the other side. Like, you know how, like, you get stimulation from this, like, where your stomach area is. Like, the penis has to hit kind of, like, the front. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah. Like, in the clitoris, like, expands or, like, it extends all the way up your, like, vaginal wall. And this Maybe he's kind of like rubbing it getting. with his thigh. <laughs> well, these wooden, these wooden dolls. It's hard because they don't have facial expressions. They're not turning me on. Yeah. These yeah, I need I just need to see the women's like eyes. <laughs> That's and the thing with these sex positions. We need to see how each what, the female and the male are reacting. Who's getting more pleasure out of yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I have wait, I have a t-shirt that I bought. Actually, Hannah, when we were at Clusterfest, I bought this t-shirt. Okay, you won't be able to see it, obviously, on the podcast, but okay. So it's all the different sex positions, but with geckos. Okay, oh, yeah, I do remember that shirt. <laughs> Wait, put it more in the middle. Yeah, you got to put more. <laughs> yeah, where do you wear that? Oh my I God, wore it for my birthday a few years ago. So but funny. it's just, it's what I love. It, so they're not labeled, the eyes. but like the eyes and the tongue is so funny to me. Wow. Just like you see that little tongue, like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Like that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish they, I wish they had done gecko puns with the name. (gasps) See, that's why. Well, that's why you're a comedian, okay? And these people, honestly, I'm gonna call them up. I'm gonna send a very stern (laughs) email to funnytshirts.com. Um, okay. I want to get to finish out the questions before you have to go. I'm trying to be conscious of time. Yes, Um, thank you. If you were a trust fund kid, what would your business be? Oh, my business. Yeah. Because oh, I was just okay. thinking about today how in yes, college. I have did, one. did you hear about the guy uh, that his dad bought him a, a bottled water company? Yeah. No, there were multiple guys That's with a, bottled water companies. Yeah. They, it was like a, <laughs> they tried to do like a Fiji slash disguise. Oh yes. yes. It was like from like the, the hills of Hawaii. Yes. <laughs> I forget what That's it's called. It was so called funny. like Wakea. It was called. Yeah. 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 And they were like $7 a bottle or something. And then, no, I remember hearing about this and this, I was like with one of the guys who was like on, like in the startup and I was so high and he was like, Oh, I like helped found this water bottle company. And I thought he was kidding. And I started <laughs> laughing so hard and I could not stop. And he was like, no, this is um, actually my career. <laughs> and it failed. Of course it fails. Of course. Yeah. I mean, okay. Topo Chico came out. They, they What's did it Topo fine. Chico? The <laughs> sparkling water company. They figured it out. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought that was like an old company. I guess the maybe label it looks. It's no, really making I mean... a comeback now. Yes, I've seen them. Like or maybe I've just seen you drinking them. Yeah, it's yeah. Just me. yeah you Actually, might be keeping them established in, in 1895. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. That's... Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, and this, I'd never heard of it. It's too Have I well. ever sounded more like a white woman? Um, hello, Topo Chico. <laughs> yeah, this has anyway. been, this whole episode has been very right. I've been complaining about Coach USA. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of white women complaining. Um, okay, I have my business. You ready? What is, yes. So this actually, so I was visiting a college friend, or really, like we've been friends since high school. But her and her husband, and then my husband came up with this idea that I actually think is very good. So okay, I love bougie workout classes, right? Like Peloton, all that stuff. How great would it be if you took the act of noodling? Do you know what this is? Yeah, this yeah. Is no, where you noodling. sit on a noodle. No, it's noodling is what like men in South Carolina do. Maybe they wear jorts and they um, they hunt for catfish by just sticking their hands into the water and pulling out these giant catfish. It's like a very like hick thing to do. So it's like very dangerous. But you like you stick your hands in like just like a hole in the water and then you pull out a giant catfish. Okay. 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 (laughs) So. It seems like actually a pretty good workout. Okay. You got to have good quad strength. You got to have good core strength. And it's kind of exciting because you're wrestling a catfish. So what if we made that a very bougie workout? 
All right. So it's animatronic fish. All right. But like in a Peloton class, every lady has her little catfish station. There's like bougie jorts that everybody wears, like really inspirational music. I think it would be a hit. It's called nudes or something like noodling, but like cool. And is it hard to get the catfish? It is hard to get the catfish. Is it ever straight up dangerous? Get like a snake? You like could. Picture- it's like it's it's a bad idea if you do it in real life because sometimes there's like snapping turtles in the water and these people oh, yeah. are just like straight up sticking their hand. I'm gonna send you some noodling videos. They're wild, but it's just like dudes drunk on beer being like, "Let's find some catfish," you know, and just like sticking their hands in the water. But then it could be like Rumble yeah. where you can either rent the shorts or you can buy them that says "Yes" on the butt. Ex- see it's it's already there but then it's like how do they have the at-home version because as we've learned in covid you need to yes. be able to present a workout business at home great question okay i think <laughs> I like you're on shark tank right now <laughs> <laughs> well i think there's two again models. it's a trust okay. fund so it really doesn't matter if it fails so i got money to burn is what you're saying yeah okay exactly. i think we make well it's a very covid safe experience actually because it's outdoors so we have mm. so we have studios right, that are in rivers okay where you can just straight up go and noodle with an instructor uh, real catfish that's a little more dangerous you'll have to sign waivers or we send you an at-home kit Okay, <laughs> which is maybe just kind of a giant tank where you have to do you do have to <laughs> feed the catfish uh, and they do just kind of have to swim in the tank. And then every now and then you get in, you wrestle the catfish. So it's like, have you ever had like um, a fish in a tank? There you go. Yeah, it's like that. It's you can have a tank, but then it's also, oh, it's a beautiful tank in your penthouse apartment. But you also work out in it because there's a giant catfish that lives in there. Yeah, and we make be- it angry. We make it ornery. If you put Giselle as a neuter, you know, <laughs> if you were like Giselle nudes, that's how she yes. looks like that. People would be like, okay, I'll get a catfish tank in my apartment. <laughs> I don't have a couch in my apartment because I have a Peloton. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Uh huh. So we'll just replace the bike with an aquarium sized yep. tank. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have to. I mean, it'll have to be bigger. I think it's going to have to. It's re- you have to be really rich. I think. And that makes it like a, a bit more exclusive. So then exactly. it's like people really want to work their way up to it. Would you play like country music? Yeah. But like cool country music, like um, like Taylor Swift and like Lil Nas X, you know, like Old Town Road or whatever, like real cool. Inclusive country music. Sure. So you'd play like four songs on repeat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> precisely. <laughs> and the studio, the studio has a big tank that everyone gets in. But if you can't afford the big tank, ooh, no, no, we've got um, Lalabo spritzes kind of throughout the ceiling. So, yeah. So you've never done this before. You've never gone catfishing or noodling. 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 I've never noodled. Do people you know that noodle have good bodies? I know. I know no noodlers and no, their bodies are bad. (laughs) (laughs) The ones I've seen on YouTube, their bodies are bad. Okay. But so, but I but holes, I think that's because but... that but I think that's that's more lifestyle. You know what I mean? I think they're it's not the beer. I think they're noodling once a month. Okay. And that's kind of not enough. And that's <laughs> that's what we build our model business model on is you gotta noodle every day. It's like homeless people who have to walk everywhere. Sometimes they're not in the best shape. Their lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> so There's a lot of things that go into having a great body. <laughs> Yeah, it might like supplements curb their appetite, the smell of the catfish. So maybe that will help with the diet. Yeah, it'll make you you vomit. So it's a good way to purge. (laughs) You would think that noodlers uh, would be in good shape because catfish doesn't have that many calories. You know, fish, it's like light. Yeah. Yeah. Do they eat the catfish after they catch it? I think so. I I don't think it's a catch and release. Although, I mean, some of these catfish are huge. They're like the size of a man's torso. So wait to look this up. I can't wait. wait to send you videos. Yeah. <laughs> wait, Maybe should I just do it now? This? Yeah. Yeah. My husband and I like you? to watch YouTube videos of noodlers. Yeah, but like you didn't just <laughs> you didn't just type in noodling, did you? No, I, I just knew about it. I think I think from being in Virginia. Um you never, never heard of noodling? Yeah. No. Well, you I think you were you're northern Virginia, right? Yeah. Yeah. You guys are classier. Yeah. It's not really the South. Not that I can really say it's the South, but I would have thought I would have heard about it. I'm from Georgia. Where are you from? Yeah, you haven't heard of it? No. I'm like, is this a thing? Have I just been pranked? Okay. We found our influencer. This is fucking done. Okay. Check. Just hit click two seconds of this. This lady's hot. 
Oh. And see, they like, they just stick their hands in the water and pull out giant catfish. But she's got abs. So really, we found our lady. A million, a million point four views. Hannah Barron, done. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> <gasps> I didn't know they were that big. That's anyway, what I'm saying. Catfish are huge. Size of a man's torso. If not more. <laughs> you don't understand. I'm looking for the guy who's five six. That can mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> but uh because last thing before you go. Oh my um, gosh, yeah. What is one secret you don't want your mom to know? Oh, I, okay. I'll have a shorter one. Um, so there was a family wedding that I went to that me and my husband went to, and we ended up just sneaking away to have sex in the boiler room of this like place. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> and we were trying the literally. butter churner or something happened because his <laughs> pants ripped <laughs> straight. I don't know what happened, but straight like down the middle, the it ripped. like SpongeBob SquarePants, level. <laughs> like SpongeBob SquarePants, like cartoonishly ripped in half. Um, and so then we had to go back to like downstairs with the people and we made up a lie that like Eric split the pants on the dance floor and we made every, my parents leave early. Cause they were the only ones that drove, like they drove us to the wedding. So, <laughs> so that was, uh, she'll never know that it was because we were having sex in the boiler room. Didn't they see him dancing on the dance floor? Yeah. And they believe that. I don't know. That's a good question. We also never we're not a confrontational family, so they could have just been like, yeah, sure. But there's is a big enough like, wedding. You were having sex in the boiler room. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> I could hear it in my heart. <laughs> I sensed it. My mother senses. Um, yeah, it was just yeah. so strange. Like, for some reason, I don't know if American weddings do this. I don't think they do. But Russian weddings, my parents felt like they had to say goodbye to everybody before they left. Is that something like American? My mom does do? that. My, we call so it like the barrier goodbye. It's like we have to tell my mom we're ready to leave like 30 minutes before we're actually ready to leave. So she like says goodbye to Makes everyone. Makes rounds and yeah. Yeah. It's very yeah. So they went around and they were like, he split his pants. So we have to go. And we were like, stop <laughs> saying, just let's go. Let's get out of here. <laughs> She's like, come show us. Come show them. <laughs> what was the move you were doing? <laughs> um, well, that, that is a good secret. Okay, Hopefully good. she doesn't um, listen to this. Probably won't. she might. She's on Instagram now, so we'll okay. see. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for doing this. You want to plug your handles? Anything you have coming up? Sure. Um, I mean, just at Natasha Vainblot on Instagram. All the info is there. Great. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com